How's it going, folks? My name's Ethan Lee. This is the Maroon and White Audible. We are back. We are back doing the Maroon and White Audible. We are back doing a podcast. I am back, at least. That's what that means by we. Um, yeah, this is the Maroon and White Audible for those that are new here. Um, this is Maroon and White Nation's official podcast. Um, yeah. Maroon and White Nation is owned by Fansighted, for what that's worth. For those that don't remember, I'm back. I'm doing a podcast. Things are good. Um, you can follow me at Lee Ethan J on Twitter. You can keep up with me at Murder White Nation or Fansided, or I do some writing for KC Kingdom. Um, although I want to do more, I just haven't quite found time yet. Um, my elbow, actually, my shoulder and elbow just popped. Um, and we are looking at a pretty big game for the Bulldogs. Uh, Mississippi State is about to take on. South Carolina, um, in what is arguably the biggest game in the SEC up to this point. Um, we're going to talk about that. The uh, For those that don't remember, the last show that we did, um, let me go find the title of it again, because it is it's spectacular. It's going to bring up some bad memories, we're just going to go through them real quick. The last title, episode 18 of the Maroon White Audible. Mississippi State can't afford to lose to Dan Mullen and Florida. Mississippi State did end up losing to Dan Mullen and Florida. Uh, the Bulldogs kind of moved on from there. September 29th, published. Last episode of the Myrna One Audible. We're not going to leave it there. We're doing one right now. Um, on January 16th. It's been a little bit. Um... I'm sorry that I've not been more active. Grad school, life, uh, getting... Well, I've been married at that point for a few months. Month and a half. Um, adopted a dog. Life happens. But we are back. We're doing the podcast. We're going to get going. Um, so as I've referenced, as I've talked about already, uh, we're going to look at Mississippi State versus South Carolina. Because this is a rivalry game that could truly decide, well, maybe not specifically this one, um, but this one very well might decide what happens in the SEC. Uh, the Bulldogs and the Gamecocks will meet again later this season. The two teams will meet um, at the very end of the regular season for the Bulldogs. Um, but in this game in particular, you have the number seven versus the number 15 team. Um, Thursday night, like, prime time spot on ESPN. Uh, Six o'clock, nationally televised game. Um, this is huge. This is a rivalry game. This is this is the perfect setting for a rivalry game in that, like, both teams are very, very good. Um, South Carolina is not quite what it has been in recent years, but in recent years they had just phenomenal, like, national title-winning type talent. So anytime you take a step back from that, it's a little, little sad, but it's really understandable. Um, Mississippi State has also taken something of a step back from last year. Doesn't appear to be as drastic. But uh, South Carolina's on an eight-game winning streak coming into this game. State on a six-game. Um, both teams are hot. Both teams are doing really good. You can't ask for a better stage. You can't ask for a better setting. 
he can't ask for better cast of characters here. This is perfect. Perfect situation all around. It's a rivalry. I've said that like 15,000 times. This is going to be great. I just... It's probably going to be a sellout crowd. Last I saw, there were 900 tickets left. Um, last year, they had this game in the regular season in the hump. It was over capacity. It's, it's, just, it's brilliant. It's truly brilliant. And I hope that you are excited about this game the same way that I am excited about this game. I need to check my DVR because I need to... Like I have all of the women's basketball games set, just record automatically. I have a lot of football games, so I need to make sure that nothing like that I, I am personally attached to gets deleted. Because this game is definitely going to go on there. If I need to throw the whole DVR out afterwards, then, you know, depending on if something bad happens, then I will. But we're not going there yet. Um, but historically, these two teams, uh, they, they've battled. They've been at the top of the conference for the past few years. Um, I want to say it goes back 2014, 2015. State was like third best team. South Carolina was the number one. Won the championship. Won the... Uh, the tournament as well. Um, you go into 2015-2016 South Carolina again. They repeat. They go 16-0 throughout the conference slate. Beat out State. Um, that's when State goes to the Sweet 16 and loses to UConn. Um, so, you know, State's the number two team in the conference that year. 2016-2017 South Carolina again repeats. Um, they are... Just an edge, just like an edge on top of Mississippi State in this this season. The Bulldogs go 34 and five. Um, South Carolina goes 33 and four, but beats MSU in the national title game. Um, beats MSU for the conference championship in the SEC tournament. Beats MSU during the regular season. Incredibly frustrating period of time. You go into 2017-2018. State wins the SEC outright in the regular season. South Carolina takes it in the tournament. Beats Mississippi State in the SEC tournament. State goes on to win, or keeps going on winning. Um, State only had two losses all of last season. South Carolina had seven. The Bulldogs make it all the way into the national title game where they eventually lost to Notre Dame. So, you know, it, it Yeah. State finally takes like a step ahead of South Carolina. Um, finally looks like decidedly better. Loses in the postseason to them, and then loses at the end of the, the postseason. But they made it to the final game of the season. So State has taken a step forward. State has taken a very slight step forward. But they've taken a step beyond what South Carolina is currently. Both teams lost a lot from last year. Um, most notably for South Carolina. South Carolina, they lost Asia Wilson. Um, Mississippi State lost four starters. But seems to have built a team that is ready to go, ready to compete again, uh, compete for a national title. South Carolina had a rough start to the year. They were 4-4 four and four at one point since won um, eight games in a row. And they are now 12-4. So both teams look really, really good. And uh, this is the perfect, perfect sort of setting, perfect sort of matchup. Um, South Carolina, again, lost a lot from a season ago. Mississippi State, you know, also kind of lost a lot from a season ago. Um, when you were looking at players to watch 
for South Carolina in this game. There's three that you really just keep an eye on. First one, Tia Cooper. I believe it's Tia Pea. T-E apostrophe A Cooper. Um, really good guard for them. She's 5'8". Um, started in 15 of the 16 games so far this season. Averaging 12.1 points, 2.5 rebounds per game throughout the year. Um, in SEC play, a little bit down on the points side, a little bit up on the rebounding side. 11.3 points per game. 3.8 rebounds per game. Um, oh, and against uh, Texas A&M on the road, a ranked A&M team, um, Cooper scored 24 points, got 7 rebounds, 6 assists. The Bulldogs can't just let her go willy-nilly have that sort of performance. They are going to need to keep an eye on her. And I do apologize, uh, Tia, Tia, I'm bad with names. I'm bad with words. I just... I'm sorry. Um, I really should look up like the pronunciation guide on that one, because I know a lot of schools have one. I know State has it in their uh, game notes and such. Um, Micaiah Herbert Harrigan. Micaiah? I think that's how you pronounce her name. I'm sorry. Again, I'm bad with names. I'm bad with, like, my dog's name. Her name is Ollie. O-L-L-I-E. Look, I call her Zoe sometimes. It gets weird. My parents have a dog named Zoe. So, I'm just, I'm not good with names. I get things mixed up. Apologize for that. But Herbert Harrigan here, um, alliteration. She is. It's phenomenal. Phenomenal player. Great defensively, great offensively. Um, and she's missed a few more games than some of the other players on her team. Um, she's scoring 9.3 points per game and getting 5.3 rebounds per game throughout the entire season. And SEC play, oh wait, I think she's got 36 or 38 blocks per game, or not, whoa, 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 no, blocks total. Um, I don't know what that breaks down to in blocks per game, but 36 or 38 blocks, something along those lines uh, throughout the entire season. And SEC play, she's scoring 12.5 points per game, getting 7.3 rebounds per game, and then has blocked 13 shots total. Um, that would be... Forward, so it's it's a little over three blocks per game in conference play. She's really good. Mississippi State's going to have to keep an eye on her. Tierra McCowan's probably going to get matched up with her some. Um, uh, Andrielle Howard's probably going to get matched up with her some. Chloe Bibby. So Herbert Harrigan, keep an eye on her. She is dangerous, um, both offensively and defensively. And then the third third Gamecock that I kind of want to just point out here, Alexis Jennings. Um, at 6'3", one of the taller tallest players in their lineup, in South Carolina's lineup, likely to see plenty of time matched up against Tierra McGowan. Um, very consistent, reliable scorer. 54.4% 54, 54 of her shots she's making scores 9.9 .9 points per game. Um, and is getting you know, the most rebounds per game for her team, 5.7. That's not a great total. In SEC play, uh, Herbert Harrigan is actually rebounding more. Um, and then Jennings, a senior forward, it, she's only getting 6.5 rebounds per game in conference play. So things could certainly be better. Um, but, but those are certainly like three players that... Mississippi State 
people need to watch out for. Again, Herbert Harrigan, probably like the number one. She's the leading scorer for South Carolina um, in, in conference play. Um, and is just a very dangerous defender. If Mississippi State's not careful, uh, she will block several shots if she's got the opportunities. And that, my friends, concerns me a little bit. Um, but yeah, look, we're only looking at like a 12-minute, 13-minute uh, episode here. That's fine with me. You're going to hear my chair creaking a lot. Um, it's good to be back. There's going to be more. Um, with basketball season here, baseball season coming up, um, you're going to expect some more of these shorter shows outside of like series previews. Anything that's recap or just a brief preview game, uh, preview sort of stuff, expect it to be you know, 10 to 20 minutes. Um, we're going to be working on the format, we being I and my development team, which is my wife, who she's going to like tell me what I'm able to do. Because um, I always try to do a little bit more than I can. And that's, that's not always... I have this tendency to try to do more than I can. Um, that's not always the best. So, uh, we'll see. We'll see what we can get happening here. I want to try to get this to be like a three-time-a-week sort of thing. Um, during baseball, softball season, I'd love for it to be like a daily podcast. Uh, breaking down more of what's going to happen during a weekend. Previewing more of what's going to happen during a weekend. Talking about, you know, more of hey, what happened this past weekend? Let's look at these games. And if I get the chance, I'd love to do um, a daily during the week. Maybe not on the weekends. I don't know yet. I'd love to do quick game recap podcast too. We'll see if I can get to that point. But the point being that I'm trying to get to here is that I want to get this podcast going again. I've wanted to for a while. It's very interesting doing a solo podcast for those that have followed my digital media journeys for the past few years. Regardless, this is going again. We're going to be experimenting with some stuff, figuring out, tinkering, getting things going again. But hopefully, unless something drastic happens career-wise, I'm here to stay. So it's good to be back. Um, those are my final thinkings, last thinkings, whatever I titled it for this uh, closing thinkings. I don't know. Final thoughts. Um, yeah, I appreciate y'all listening. Again, my name's Ethan Lee. You can find me at, or at L-E-E-E-T-H-A-N-J, Lee Ethan J, um, pretty much on most platforms. You can follow the podcast on Twitter, Let's see if I can find it, at M-W-N underscore podcast, um, or just look up Marina White Audible. You can find us there, find me there. Uh, speaking in third person is fun. So, I appreciate y'all listening again. I'm babbling. Um, it's 10.51 at night on a Wednesday. It's bedtime, guys. Y'all have a good one. Hail State.